0: Good morning brothers and sisters so we're going to talk a little bit about D-dimer but first uh, just briefly touch on the concept of um, uh, test characteristics and what your pretest probability is and I'll use as an example if we had a patient that came in say a young male focused right lower quadrant pain fever vomiting tachycardia all of us would say that guy needs a ct scan because he probably has appendicitis we wouldn't feel like a cbc alone was sufficient to rule out appendicitis whereas more of a low risk patient we might feel okay just saying ah the cbc is normal they look good they can go home so d-dimer is kind of the same thing we don't apply D-dimer to high-risk populations so if we had a patient with cancer just had surgery laying in bed for four weeks they've got a red swollen leg they're hypoxic and tachycardic I don't think any of us are gonna say oh let's just check a D-dimer because we know there are gonna be some false negatives um, we would go straight to CT on that patient so there is a concept called the age-adjusted D-dimer and most of you probably know this but the basic idea is we know that older people get a higher D-dimer so we get a lot of false positives in that population so you can actually adjust your D-dimer upwards when screening older patients and you don't have to give them all CT for PE so there are a lot of studies that have looked at that this but the most important one I'll just go over briefly was a prospective study and it was in JAMA in 2014 so basically conducted in Europe uh, they recruited three three thousand three hundred and forty six patients and they screened screened them to not getting a CT uh, if they had an age-adjusted D-dimer that was normal and we'll, we'll describe what that is. And they did get a CT if they were above the the D-dimer cutoff. So our typical D-dimer cutoff is 0.5. But basically, if if you're above 50 years old, you can add 0.1 for every decade of life. So if you're 60, you can have a D-dimer of 0.6, and it's normal. If you're 97, you can have a D-dimer of almost 1, and it would be normal, and you don't have to get a CT scan. So they did follow up on these patients. Um, Of the patients that had a D-dimer less than 0.5, our normal cutoff. None of them got CT, they all went home, they followed them up at three months. There was basically one missed PE, so it was a 1% miss rate. And then the patients that were between 0.5 and whatever their age-adjusted cutoff was, so like between 0.5 and 0.8, they followed those patients up and they basically missed one confirmed non-fatal PE, but then they also had seven suspected DBTs. So they basically had a 3% miss rate in that group and then they looked at all of the patients that did get ct and out of those obviously they picked up a lot of pe's but they still had a 0.5 percent miss rate there was somebody that missed a pe and um i'm sorry had a negative ct and went on to have a pe so they basically decided that you know this was an acceptable sensitivity picking up 97 percent of the pe's and dbt's were acceptable and they also figured that they significantly decreased their ct usage in older patients so With uh, using the normal D-dimer cutoff, um, something like, let's see, their their use of CT decreased from 30% of patients over age 75 down to 6%. There have been a lot of studies looking at this since then, and basically the pooled data shows that your sensitivity is going to be about 97% if you use an age-adjusted D-dimer which is getting pretty close to the sensitivity of a CT scan. CT scan is usually listed as having about a 98% sensitivity. So it's a good way to avoid extra cost, extra radiation, and in older patients especially, uh, the contrast-induced kidney damage that they can get. So next time your doc is rushing to order a CT, you might remind them of the age-adjusted D-dimer cutoff.